All right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to our wonderful uh, Sunday evening. I hope everybody's having an awesome day. And truly, truly, we're blessed to be back again on this broadcast. We hope and pray everybody's doing well out there. And I had an awesome Sunday, Sunday morning service and uh, uh, throughout your day and getting your week started out right. Again, as we are looking forward to another great week in the Lord, again, with his help and with his, by his grace, it should be another victorious week ahead. So continue to pray for one another, love one another, and uh, continue to see God's face. Amen. And truly, he is a good God and an awesome God. And go with him throughout your week. I want to remind you again of our, our schedule coming up. We have our Tuesday night Bible study. So come on back. Come on back and be with us this Tuesday night at 7.30, 7.30 p.m. We look forward to what God's going to do. Uh, and so we'll continue to bring forth God's word. Over the past few weeks, we've been covering Proverbs. Proverbs, uh, uh, according to the date. And so uh, we'll see what the Lord does this Tuesday night. But again, we encourage you to uh, go back and follow the videos and, and, and look at the videos and uh, get blessed by those recordings and podcasts as well. I mean, I know we have podcasts as well. We have to uh, post some more. But uh, the podcast, again, is also a blessing. You get a chance to go back, as we should mention, and you can uh, archive through the history of time, various things. We need a blessing. We need a word from the Lord. You can always go back and tap into it. Amen. So uh, we also want to give you an opportunity to give. Opportunity to give uh, is unto the Lord. Uh, uh, this 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 evening, uh, we say thank you in advance for your, your, your uh, offerings and tithe. Tithe is important. Many give offerings, but not tithe. What is tithe preaches? 10%. 10% of your income where you can give is unto the Lord. And you can do that through our, our website at www.myntcc.org uh, forward slash Brooklyn NY. You also can do our text to give. Text to give at 347-229-9933. And we also have our uh, our our uh, Zelle, Zelle through, our, through our church, uh, our church uh, email. You can give, you just type in the church email in Zelle. And it'll pull up the, uh, it'll link you up to the, the church account. So we uh, are thankful for that as well. And so uh, we say thank you for your giving in advance. Thank you for your giving. May the Lord truly bless you is our prayer. Uh, again, as we mentioned earlier, begin the power of prayers too. We continue to uh, give praise reports for various ones. And we look praying that God will again bring forth more praise reports in the days ahead. There's many needs. Many needs uh, again in our land. We got uh, information about Shondell Lancaster, who had surgery. So we're praying. We're praying for her as well, that she will recover, and that the glory of God will uh, move in, in her on her behalf and, and for her and, and the family. And I uh, continue to just lift one another up in prayer. Even even if you're not sick, pray for one another. Pray for us. We'll pray for you as well. And the power of prayer is what we'll cover this evening. Power of prayer. And so it's important. It's important to uh, to stay prayed up and let the Lord have his way. Again, it's our, it's our communication line. It is our uh, way in which we can connect with God, talk with God. It is important and have that communication back and forth with Almighty God. And so we encourage you to pray. The Bible says without ceasing and truly he will bless. I want to uh, get your attention on James, the book of James. We're going to cover from 7 through 20. James chapter 5, verses 7 through 20. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I want to uh I want to focus in on verse 17. We'll use that as our main text. Actually, you know what? Uh let's back up to verse 16. 
16 and 17. We're going to look at James chapter 5, 16 to 17. It's even the book of James is an awesome book. It's an awesome book, and uh, it encourages us, uh, again, to live for Christ. And a short, powerful book. And it, it really deals with your heart. It'll deal with your heart about things and deal with your heart about uh, um, just various issues. And, and you go back and read the book of James, and it really should draw you closer to Almighty God. But James chapter 5, verses 16, we'll look at as a second reading. The Bible says, confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And went on to say, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it, it might not rain and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. <clears throat> In verse 18, it says, and he prayed once again and the heavens gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit. <clears throat> so uh, we'll, we'll look at that today and uh, give these verses of scripture as unto the Lord. But I want to use that few verses here about uh, uh, and give it a title this evening. It's called Prayed Up Before He Comes. All right. All right. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your goodness. Thank God for your word. God, we pray, God, by your Holy Spirit, that you'll meet every need. God, touch lives and souls of men and women as we pray forth your word. God, accomplish your divine work that it be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pray it up before he comes. Deal with me. I got a little frog in the throat now. And so I'm going to be <clears throat> trying to clear it along the way, but stay with us this evening. Pray it up. Before he comes, who is he We're talking about Jesus before he returns? Uh, we it's an old saying about prayed up, <clears throat> paid up, so we can go up. We got to stay up, I believe it's going to stay up, prayed up, paid up, so we can go. Up. What does prayed up mean? Meaning you, your prayer life, you have a prayer life, you stay up. In other words, you're just walking up rightly before the Lord. Paid up, meaning your tithe and offerings is, is in, <clears throat> in order. You don't have any back tithe to cover. Not so prayed up, stayed up, paid up. All Christians should be paid up, stayed up, and prayed up. Amen. And then so we can go up. <clears throat> go up, meaning we can go up yonder when the time comes. But when our number is called, or through the via of the rapture of the church, we will be ready to meet the Lord. I, I want to cover here this evening, James chapter 5, verses 7 through 20. I read you the latter part about the man Elisha, how we see the power of prayer. The power of prayer can avail much. The power of prayer can change much. The power of getting in touch with God is key. It's not the only thing we do as Christians, but it's an essential thing that what Christians must do. Must learn to pray. Must learn to seek his face. Must learn to stay in contact with God, our Father. Through Jesus Christ, we learn and we saw by his example that through prayer, he was able to do great and mighty things. He kept his relationship with his father intact, kept his relationship with himself and really a fellow man intact. When we pray, 
when we seek the Lord's face, when we call on that wonderful name of Almighty God. The power of prayer. And so throughout this chapter, <clears throat> really James, uh, who was the brother of Jesus, how he uh, let them know the importance of prayer. Perhaps he would see his big brother praying. Didn't understand as a little boy why he prayed so much. Or perhaps he saw him as a, as a, as an adult, and when he saw him, he says, ah, that's power in prayer. He saw the need and the importance of it all. The Bible says uh, uh, that number seven, let's go to James 5, 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husband waited for the precious fruit of the earth and had long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. He was telling them to be patient. Prayer makes us patient. Prayer calls us to be patient. Causes us to wait on the Lord. To wait and go when we're going through things. To wait and depend on God. We live in an impatient society. Everything has to be instant. Instant gratification. Instant, uh, again, satisfaction. But you know, sometimes prayer is a, a slow, slow work. And so the Bible tells us, he says, be patient. To be patient in things. To be patient and wait on the Lord. <clears throat> he says, that again, because one day the Lord will come. He will come and get his people, the Bible says. He says that we will receive the latter rain. Many times you think about crops. You think about farmers, how that they uh, uh, waited many times. They couldn't wait. Or they really strongly desired for the rain to come. They needed the rain. But when it did come, it was a blessing. And many times when God hears your prayer, when God answers you and does a work in your life, it is a blessing, no doubt. You'll see the outpouring and the moving of God. We believe in God for an outpouring today. Believe in him that, again, he will have his way. Even in these last days, we believe in God for a great outpouring. And many outpourings from God happened because of prayer. Many outpourings took place because they sought the Lord's face. The Bible says in verse 8, he says, Be patient, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord. Draw near. So be prayed up, he says. Prayed up, ready, because, again, the Lord draw near. Prayer will keep you close to God. Prayer will cause you to uh, see and overcome this old flesh. Prayer keeps us in the spiritual. Prayer makes a huge difference. Number 91 says, grudge not against one another. Brother, at least ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standing before the door. And so he even says, a prayer life will cause us not to grudge one another, not to be against one another. And it, because it brings condemnation. When we're constantly fighting it and bickering it with one another, can't get along. There, you can't, God, uh, it, God is not pleased with that. Again, how God is not pleased because of this situation. And so we find how that he says, grudge not one against another. He says, because condemnation will come. And so we must pray for one another. The Bible says, take heed, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering affliction and patience. These prophets of old, they get through afflictions, get through struggles, to get through the battles of life, the battles of serving God. He said it took prayer. It took prayer. We all go through things. Shared it with you this morning about the valleys, the valleys of life, the low points in life. But it's going to take prayer. 
to get through the low points in life. The afflictions, the trials, the hurts, no doubt, we must patiently go through these things, endure affliction as good soldiers, and no doubt serve the living God. The Bible says, Behold, we count them happy which endure, for ye have heard the patience of Job, how he had seen the end of the Lord, that the, that the Lord was very pitiful and tender mercy. And so he used Job as an example. Job went through things, he lost everything, lost wealth, health, family, but you know what? He kept his eyes on the Lord. He had to pray his way through. He had to seek the Lord all the way through. Wasn't always easy. Wasn't always right. But he sought the Lord through it all. And God was able to give him a good ending. God was able to give him a blessed ending. And so I want you to know through the power of prayer, it may be rough and some rough turbulence along the way, but you keep on praying. Keep on seeking God. There's a greater end of that prayer that will be answered. Whether it's here you may see it now. You may see it later. You may see it in eternity, but it will be worth it all. We must stay prayed up. The Bible says in verse uh, nine, we must pray up before he comes. Give me back to verse 12. It says, but above all things, my brethren, swear not, swear not neither by heaven nor by earth, neither by any other oath. Let your yea be yea and your nay be nay. Least you fall into condemnation. He said, have a sure mind. Have a sure mind about your endeavors. Be sure towards God, most importantly. Be sure in prayer. Be sure in your walk with God. Be sure and firm in God. Don't be in and out, up and down, wishy-washy with God. But he says here, we must be a yea and let our nays be named. You should say no to the enemy. Say no to sin. Say no to temptation and yes to the Lord. Yes, I'm going to serve him. Yes, I'm going to live for him. Yes, I'm going to be faithful. Yes, I'm going to serve God. Yes, I'm going to be true to God. And so as a result, he says, we must, we must. Through prayer, we begin to say, yes, Lord. Jesus, many times when he was going through things, when he prayed, his answers became yes. When he was ready to go to the cross, his answer was yes. Before he prayed, it was wishy-washy. The pressure was on. It was hard to say yes. But until he prayed, when he prayed, it says, Lord, I'll go. I take this away, but he says, but I'm willing to do your will. And he did God's will. You see, the power of prayer helps us say yes. Prayer helps us draw nearer, draws us closer through salvation. When we say, when we pray, you can receive the Holy Ghost and it will give you the ability to say yes to the Lord. We need the power of prayer today. Pray it up before he comes today. And so to where we say, yes, Lord, in, in aspects of our lives, yes to your will, yes to your purpose, yes to you. And it only comes through the power of prayer and, and a relationship with God. <clears throat> the Bible says it will keep us from condemnation. When we say yes to the Lord, when we pray, it keeps you out of a lot of trouble. Men and women that pray and seek the Lord's face, Again, it will cause you to take heed. Your spiritual antennas will be up because of what the enemy may be trying to do. You can see it. You can experience it. You can absolutely know what the devil may be trying to do in your life. A prayer life is important. The Bible says in verse 13, James went on about prayer. He says, is any among you sick? Afflict, excuse me, let him pray. Is he married? Let him sing songs. These are absolute forms of prayer as well. 
if you he says if you're afflicted, he says pray. If you he says pray and see God. Don't take revenge on one another, but pray. Going through a battle at work, pray. At home, seek God. Get on those knees and no doubt seek the Lord's face. The Bible tells us, he says, if you're married, sing songs. Those are forms of prayer as well. The book of Psalms is full of prayers. Uh, I remember years ago, we came to the church and uh, a couple over in Germany had, had came to visit their son. And they said, have you ever sang the Psalms? Sing the Psalms, the book of Psalms. And so, kids, uh, they begin to sing various songs out of the Bible. They were songs out of the book, out of the Word of God, which they really are. A lot of them are S-O-N-G's, these psalms in the Bible. So he says, sing some. Sing and praise God. I was trying to encourage them today to praise God in the service. Many were looking at me like a bump on the log. They're in service. They wouldn't move. They wouldn't open their lips. They just stared. And so, you know what? <clears throat> Again, why? Because I, I, whatever's going on in your life, realize that prayer is a form. Praise is a form of prayer. Praise as we lift up our voices and sing hymns and song. It breaks yokes. Uh, it breaks and gets your mind off yourself. Gets your mind off the things in life. Gets your mind off of your battles and your commute and everything else that's going on in your mind. No doubt through the power of praise and worship today. So we must praise. We must worship. We got to, uh, when you come to service, get a hold of God. Get a hold. I shared with him this morning. I said, man, y'all come to spectate. And, and watch me, I got coming to worship God. And so we worship the Lord, seek the Lord's face, call on that living God today. The Bible says, is any among you sick? <clears throat> and so the verse 14, the power of prayer, pray, pray, pray for the sick. They sent me a message to say, pray for us, pray for, again, Shandell, pray for me. Whatever the case may be, the power of prayer works. Pray, no doubt, and seek the Lord. He says, is anyone among you sick? Let them call on the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. My friend, today there's power in the name of the Lord. James said, hey, we got to pray in the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. The name of the Lord causes demons to flee. The name of the Lord causes sickness and disease to have to go. The name of the Lord is above every name. It's authority in that name. So every creeping and crawling thing and everything that comes up against the church, up against you and I, we can call on Jesus and he's more than able to cause again these things to flee. He says, call on the name of the Lord when we pray, seek God in the authority of God. It makes a huge difference in our lives. The Bible says, confess your faults. Uh, uh, excuse me, verse 15, he says, seek the Lord and he will raise him up. And he that have committed sins, they shall be forgiven. So we pray for uh, sickness. We also pray for the sickness of the heart. If you sin against God, pray and ask for forgiveness. Repent and pray, the Bible says, and the Lord is faithful to forgive. He will forgive. Don't let things hang over your head, but seek the Lord's face, my friend. The Bible says, confess your faults one to another. He says, pray one for another and be as you may be healed. And even in that, praying for one another, interacting, lifting each other up in prayer, lifting each other up in prayer. We get them in a society where people are tearing each other down through cruelty, but we need to lift each other up in prayer. 
Pray for your sister. Pray for your brother that's going through things. Pray for their kids. Pray for their families. Pray for one another. The Bible says that they may be healed. Power of prayer. If the church don't pray, who will? If the church don't seek the Lord's face, who will? If the church don't raise up and call on the living God for the nation, who will? For the families and for the community, who will? Church, let's seek the Lord's face and call on him before he comes. Before he comes, prayed up. Before he comes, the Bible says, uh, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man uh, availeth much. <clears throat> the effectual fervent prayer. The power of prayer works. The power of prayer works. We shared it over the past few weeks. Uh, when we pray, uh, that man was healed. Uh, that man is being recovered. Uh, that man, uh, Mr. St. Bill Noel, is restoring, uh, no doubt, and getting back uh, to his health. Uh, when we pray and seek God, <clears throat> mountains are moved when we pray when we call on jesus again things begin to change for our good when we call on god we change our circumstance changes things around us change the enemy changes <clears throat> the battles begin to turn for your favor because you pray and so he said the effectual fervent prayer it's a red hot prayer it's a fervent prayer of a righteous man developed much he says it will make a huge difference. He gave us an example in verse 17. That's where we opened up. He said, Elias was a man subject to like passions. So Elias, <clears throat> referring to Elisha, he was a man just like you and I. He was a human, in other words. A lot of times we read the word of God and think that <clears throat> these people were superheroes, supernatural beings. But you know what? <clears throat> Only God is that way. Elijah was a man. He sought the living God. He was able to allow the supernatural power to work through him. You know what? In prayer, the supernatural power can work through us. See, he was a man just like us. He got tired. He got sleepy. He got discouraged. <clears throat> he got sick. Various places, various things that he went through, he struggled. He saw good times and bad times. And the Bible says Elias was a man subject to like passion. He had needs. He had desires like you and I do. The Bible says he prayed earnestly that it, pray, that it rained not. And it rained not the space by three years, six, three years and six months. That's power of prayer. His relationship with God was so strong that the weather changed when he prayed. For three and a half years, there was a drought in the land. Naturally, because of the frustration, because people refused to turn to the Lord. And he prayed to God. God dried things up so, again, they will hopefully turn to the Lord. And you know what? Again, there's power in that. The Bible says, but he prayed again and it rained after he prayed. We see here today, God can answer any prayer, believe it or not, if it's his will. If it's his will, we can pray a lot of prayers, but it has to be God's will as well. We can pray for a million things that may not be on God's plan for your life. So I pray for this, but God didn't answer because it wasn't God's will. Or it wasn't God's timing. Or it wasn't God's desire. Or you ask in the wrong spirit, or you may ask for the wrong reasons. We must ask <clears throat> for the right reasons. The Bible says he prayed in verse 18. Again, in the rains, 
heavens gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit. God wants you to be fruitful. When you pray, you'll be fruitful. We all will be fruitful when you pray. Let's be fruitful. A fruitful life is one that has a life of prayer. A fruitful life is one that has a life of prayer. Men and women today, God wants us all to be fruitful. To be fruitful in our ways, fruitful in our actions, fruitful in our relationship with him. Fruitful in all that we have and possess. The Bible says in 19, as we wrap this up, brethren, <clears throat> also this, if any of you err from the truth and one converted him, let him know that he which converted the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death, shall hold a multitude of sin. Somebody has to be spiritual. Someone has to be spiritual. You know what? It shows us here that let us continue to be concerned about one another as well. Concerned about one another's spiritual condition. You see a sister or a brother fall, pray for them. Pray for them. Take them to God in prayer. You see that they're down and you see that they're not in service. You see it seems like something's going on. Pray for them. Don't talk about them. Pray for them. Pray and seek the Lord's face. Perhaps there's a brother or sister that has walked away. Be that friend and reach out to them. Call on God. Go and intercede for them. The Bible talks about the church to be an intercessor. To be one that will stand in the gap and, and call on heaven and call on God. Why? Because my sister, my brother, my friend, my neighbor, my loved one, my family member is not serving God. It's old song about can you reach my friend? Can you reach my friend? And you know what? Again, he says, bring his searching to an end. I believe it's Helen Baylor. She sang the song, can you reach my friend? Can you bring his searching to an end? She was interceding through the form of song. And really it was a real testimony about her friend. She wanted her friend to be saved. She wanted her friend to be saved. We mentioned a friend this morning in service, friend we grew up with. And I pray that no doubt he will one day come to know the Lord. You have friends and loved ones that are erring in their ways or lost without Christ. Pray. And as a church, we pray for people before the Lord returns, before the Lord comes again. And that's really, again, the thought this David. We must pray prayed up, prayed up, paid up uh, so we can go up. Amen. Pray before the Lord that men and women, no doubt, will also experience the power of salvation, experience the power of his love, experience the power of the gospel, experience the power of Christ himself. No doubt, and so we must pray continually. And so he says, they will help hide a multitude of sins. We pray for your friends and your loved ones. It would be a tragedy to see people we interact with every day and lose their soul. That should be their choice. But you know what? Pray for people. Pray for your co-workers. Pray even for your enemies. Pray for those that you don't even know. Pray for the city of New York. Pray for the city that you live in, community that you live in. Power of prayer to see things change, to see men and women leave from the error of their ways, the error of not knowing Christ, the error of wanting to follow the devil and sin. That's an error. That's an error. In church of the day, that is the wrong thing. The Bible says the error of their ways to save them from their soul from death. We pray before you die. A friend today, we don't know who's next. We don't know who's next, who's next funeral we have to preach. May preach my funeral. <laughs> if 
before it's all said and done. But you know what? Make sure that you pray it up when it's our time to go. When it's your time or my time to go, make sure that we prayed up and ready. And our relationship with God is on point. That you're walking up rightly before him. That you're doing what God commanded in his word. Living and abiding by his word. That you'll be ready when he comes. You deliver your soul from death. Jesus came to deliver us. How do I be delivered from death, preacher? Well, we can't escape from dying. Now, that's the rapture takes place. But we can escape from the second death the Bible talks about. The book of Revelation talks about the second death. Many women will be cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. Not only just to die without Christ, but to die lost. You lose it all. So my friend today, I pray this prayer. I pray that you will be saved. Make Christ Jesus your Lord today. Accept him. Believe him. Dedicate your life to him before his return. Before he comes again. Before he comes in the clouds. It could be any day. Before you take your last breath, make sure that you're saved. Be saved. You can escape the power of death, the second death, which is eternal fire and being lost without God. The Bible says through prayer, Jesus was able to cover a multitude of sins. You can pray the sin of prayer and ask the Lord into your heart and your soul. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for deliverance. Ask God to change you and, and draw you and, and begin to save you. He will. No doubt that you confess him as Lord and Savior of your, of your life. Profess him as king. Profess him as Lord today. He'll save you. Ask for forgiveness of any and everything we've ever done. He's faithful and just to forgive. And back to our text as we close. He went on to said here in verse 8. It said, Be ye also patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draw near. He says, Pray and get established in God today. My friend, get established in Christ. Get establishing a prayer life. Establishing a relationship with God. So you can be pleasing to him before he comes. Brothers and sisters, God bless you. Our prayer. We look forward to seeing you this Tuesday evening in Bible study. Come on out and be with us. Amen. And, and continue to uh, watch the videos. Continue to pray. Read your Bibles. Live for Christ. And watch him see you through. Regardless of what you're going through, we must stay prayed up with Almighty God. God bless you. I pray we'll see you soon.